Good morning. You are listening to Sisters on Scripture or Sister on Scripture. And this is the book of Isaiah. We last left off on Isaiah chapter 11. Today we'll pick up Isaiah chapter 12. Thanksgiving expressed. Then you will say on that day, I will give thanks to thee, O Lord, for although thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou dost comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Therefore, you will joyously draw water from the springs of salvation. And in that day, you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Make them remember that his name is exalted. Praise the Lord in song, for he has done excellent things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry aloud and shout for joy, O inhabitant of Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Amen. I'm reading from the NASB 1977 edition. Isaiah chapter 13, Prophecies about Babylon. The oracle concerning Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw, lift up a standard on the bare hill, raise your voice to them, wave the hand that they may enter the doors of, noble, of the nobles. I have commanded my consecrated ones. I have even called my mighty warriors my proudly exalting ones, to execute my anger, a sound of tumult on the mountains, like that of, my, of many people, a sound of the uproar of kingdoms, of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts is mustering the army for battle. They are coming from a far country. From the farthest horizons, the Lord and his instruments of indignation to destroy the whole land. Well, for the day the Lord is near. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. Therefore, all hands will fall limp, and every man's heart will melt, and they will be terrified. Pains and anguish will take hold of them. They will writhe like a woman in labor. They will look at one another in astonishment, their faces aflame. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, cruel with fury and burning anger, to make the land a desolation, and he will exterminate its sinners from it. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not flash forth their light. The sun will be dark when it rises, and the moon will not shed its light. Thus I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their inequity. I will also put an end to the arrogance of the proud and abase the haughtiness of the ruthless. I will make mortal man a scarcer than pure gold and mankind than the gold of Ophir. Therefore, I shall make the heavens tremble and the earth will be shaken from its place. At the fury of the Lord of hosts, 
in the day of his burning anger. And it will be like, it will be that like a hunted gazelle or like sheep with none to gather them. They will each turn to his own people and each one flee to his own land. Anyone who is found will be thrust through and anyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Their little ones also will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be plundered and their wives ravished. Behold, I am going to stir up the Medes, the Medes against them, who will not value silver or take pleasure in gold, and their bowels will mow down the young men. They will not even have compassion on the fruit of the womb, nor will their eye pity children. And Babylon, the beauty of kingdoms, the glory of Chaldeans' pride, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited or lived in from generation to generation. Nor will the Arab pinch, pitch his tent there, nor will shepherds make their flocks lie down there. But desert creatures will lie down there, and their houses will be full of owls. Ostriches will also live there, and shaggy goats will frolic there. And hyenas will howl in their fortified towers, and jackals and their luxurious palaces. Their faithful time also will soon come, and her days will not be prolonged. Isaiah 14, Israel's Taunt When the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and again choose Israel and settle them in their own land, then strangers will join them and attach themselves to the house of Jacob and the peoples will take them along and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel will possess them as an inheritance in the land of the Lord as male servants and female servants. And they will take their captors captive and will rule over their oppressors. And it will be in the day when the Lord gives you rest from your pain and turmoil and harsh service in which you have been enslaved, that you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon and say, How the oppressor has ceased, and how fury has ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of rulers, which used to strike the peoples in fury with unceasing strokes which subdued the nations in anger with unrestrained persecution. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into shouts of joy. Even the cypress trees rejoice over you and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since you were laid low, no tree cutter comes up against us. Sheol from beneath is excited over you to meet you when you come. It arouses for you the spirits of the dead, all the leaders of the earth. It raises all the kings of the nations from their thrones. They will all respond and say to you, even as we have been made weak as we, even you have been made weak as we, you have become like us. Your pomp and the music of your harps have brought down to Sheol, Maggots are spread out as your bed beneath you, and worms are your covering. 
How you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, sun of the dawn! You have been cut down to the earth. You have been, you have weakened the nations. But you said in your heart, "I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High." Nevertheless, you'll be thrust down to Sheol, to the recesses of the pit. Those who you see, you will gaze at. Will gaze at you. They will ponder over you, saying. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities, who did not allow his prisoners to go home? All the kings of the nations lie in glory, each in his own tomb. But you have been cast out of your tomb, like a rejected branch, clothed with the slain who were pierced with a sword, who go down to the stones of of the pit like a trampled corpse. You will not be united with them in bur- burial because you have ruined your country. You have slain your people. May the offspring of evildoers not be mentioned forever. Prepare for his sons a place of slaughter, because of the inequity of their fathers. They must not arise and take possession of the earth and fill the face of the world with cities. And I will rise up against them, declares the Lord of Hosts. And will cut off from Babylon name and survivors, offspring and prosperity, declares the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the hedgehog and swamps of water, and I will sweep it with a broom of destruction, declares the Lord of Hosts. Recall, as we said before, Sheol is hell; it's the place of darkness. There is no light because God is not there. God is light. Kind of like what Punky and um, Jason Bollerman were talking about last night on um, casting lots and schooling scholars about how in the beginning, you know, God said, let there be light. That was a sound. That was a frequency that continues to vibrate throughout the universe. Even today, God is light. But in hell, in Sheol, there is no light. It's complete darkness. And I mean, as you're seeing here, I mean... Babylon is is falling and it is a disgusting mess. Isaiah 14:24 Judgment on Assyria. The Lord of hosts has sworn saying, Surely just as I have intended, so it has happened, and just as I have planned, so it will stand. To break Assyria in my land and I will trample him on my mountains. Then his yoke yoke will be removed from them, and his burden removed from their shoulder. This is the plan devised against the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out against all the nations. For the Lord of hosts is planned, and who can frustrate it? And as for his stretched out hand, who can turn it back? In the year that King Ahaz died, this oracle came. Do not rejoice, O Philistia, all of you, because of the, because the rod that struck you is broken. 
For from the serpent's root, a viper will come out, and its fruit will be a flying serpent. And those who are most helpless will eat, and the needy will lie down in security. I will destroy your root with famine, and it will kill off your survivors. Well, O gate, cry, O city, melt away. O Philistia, all of you. For smoke comes from the north, and there is no straggler in his ranks. How then will one answer the messengers of the nation that the Lord has founded Zion and the afflicted of his people will seek refuge in it? Isaiah 15, Judgment on Moab The Oracle Concerning Moab Surely in a night, Ar of Moab is devastated and ruined. Surely in a night, Kir of Moab is devastated and ruined. They have gone up to the temple and to Dibon, even to the high places, to weep. Moab wails over Nebo and Mediba. Everyone's head is bald and everyone, every beard is cut off. In their streets, they have girded themselves with sackcloth. On their housetops and in their squares, everyone is wailing, dissolved in tears. Hushban and Eliah also cry out, their voices heard all the way to Jahaz. Therefore, the armed man of Moab cry aloud, his soul trembles within him. My heart cries out for Moab. His fugitives are as far as Zor and Elgoleth, Shalishiah. For they go up to, up the ascent of Luhith, weeping, surely on the road to Horniam. They raise a cry of distress over their ruin. For the waters of Nimrim are desolate. Surely the grass is withered, the tender grass died out. There is no green thing. Therefore the abundance which they have acquired and stored up, they carry off over the brook of Abrabim, Arabim. For the cry of distress has gone around the territory of Moab. Its wail goes as far as Aglim, and its wailing even to Beer-Elim. Beer-Elim. My apologies for the pronunciations. For the waters of Dimon are full of blood. Surely I will bring added woes upon Dimon, a lion upon the fugitives of Moab and upon the remnant of the land. Isaiah 16, Prophecy of Moab's Devastation. Send the tribute lamb to the ruler of the land from Salah by way of the wilderness to the mountain of the daughter of Zion. Then, like fleeing birds or scattered nestlings, the daughters of Moab will be the, at the fords of the Arnon. Give us advice. Make a decision. Cast your shadow like night at high noon. Hide the outcast. Do not betray the fugitive. Let the outcast of Moab stay with you. Be a hiding place to them from the destroyer. For the extortioner has come to an end. Destruction has ceased. Oppressors have completely disappeared from the land. 
a throne will even be established in the loving kindness and a judge will sit on it in faithfulness in the tent of David. Moreover, he will seek justice and be prompt in righteousness. We have heard of the pride of Moab and excessive pride, even of his arrogance, pride and fury. His idle boasts are false. Therefore, Moab shall wail. Everyone of Moab shall wail. You shall moan for the raisin cakes of Kir Seth, as those who are utterly stricken for the fields of Heshbon have withered the vines of Sibma as well. The lords of the nations have trampled down its choice clusters, which reached as far as Jazir and wandered to the deserts. Its tendrils spread themselves out and passed over the sea. Therefore, I will weep bitterly. For Jazer, for the vine of Sibma, I will drench you with my tears, O Heshbon and Elilah. For the shouting over your summer fruits and your harvest has fallen away. And gladness and joy are taken away from the fruitful field. In the vineyards also there will be no cries of joy or jubilant shouting. No tender, no treader treads out wine in the presses, for I have made the shouting to cease. Therefore my heart intones like a harp for Moab, and my inward feelings for Kir Herseth. So what will come about when Moab presents himself, when he wearies himself upon his high place and comes to his sanctuary to pray, that he will not prevail? This is the word which the Lord spoke earlier concerning Moab. But now the Lord speaks, saying, Within three years, as a hired man would count them, the glory of Moab will be degraded, along with all his great population, and his remnant will be very small and impotent. Isaiah 17, Prophecy About Damascus The Oracle Concerning Damascus Behold, Damascus is about to be removed from being a city, and it will become a fallen ruin. The cities of Aror are forsaken. They will be for flocks to lie down in, and there will be no one to frighten them. The fortified city will disappear from Ephraim, and sovereignty from Damascus, and the remnant and the remnant of Aram, they will be like the glory of the sons of Israel, declares the Lord of hosts. Now it will come about in that day that the glory of Jacob will fade, and the fatness of his flesh will become lean. It will it will be even like the reaper gathering the standing grain, as his arms harvest the ears. Or it will be like the one gleaning ears of grain in the valley of Rephem. Yet gleanings will be left in it like the shaking of an olive tree. Two or three olives on the topmost bough. Four or five on the branches of a fruitful tree, declares the Lord God of Israel. In that day, man will have regard for his maker, and his eyes will look to the Holy One of Israel. And he will not have regard for the altars the work of his hands. 
nor will he look to that which his fingers have made. Even the Asherim and the incense stands. In that day, their strong cities will be like forsaken places in the forest, or like branches which they abandoned before the sons of Israel, and the land will be a desolation. For you have forgotten the God of your salvation and have not remembered the rock of your refuge. Therefore, you plant delightful plants and set them with vine slips of a strange God. In the day that you plant it, you carefully fence it in. And in the morning, you bring your seed to blossom. But the harvest will be a heap in, the, in a day of sickliness and incurable pain. Alas, the uproar of many peoples who roar like the roaring of the seas and the rumbling of nations who rush on like the rumbling of mighty waters. The nations rumble on like the rumbling of many waters, but he will rebuke them and they will flee far away and be chased like chaff in the mountains before the wind or like the whirling dust before a gale. At evening time, behold, there is terror. Before morning, there are no more. Such will be the portion of those who plunder us and the lot of those who pillage us. Isaiah 18, Message to Ethiopia. Alas, O land of warring wings, which lies beyond the rivers of Cush, which sends envoys by the sea, even in the papyrus vessels on the surface of the waters, go swift messengers to a nation tall and smooth, to a people feared far and wide, a powerful and oppressive nation whose land the rivers divide. All you inhabitants of the world and dwellers on earth, as soon as a standard is raised on the mountains, you will see it. And as soon as the trumpet is blown, you will hear it. For thus the Lord has told me, I will look from my dwelling place quietly, like dazzling heat in the sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, as soon as the bud blossoms and the flower becomes a ripening grape, then he will cut off the sprigs with pruning knives and remove and cut away the spreading branches. They will be left together for mountain birds of prey. And for the beast of the earth and the birds of prey will spend the summer feeding on them and all the beasts of the earth will spend harvest time on them. At that time, a gift of homage, which will be brought to the Lord of hosts from a people tall and smooth, even from a people feared far and wide, a powerful and oppressive nation whose land the rivers divide to the place of the name of the Lord of hosts, even Mount Zion. Isaiah 19, Message to Egypt. The Oracle Concerning Egypt. Behold, the Lord is riding on a swift cloud and is about to come to Egypt. The idols of Egypt will tremble at his presence, and the heart of the Egyptians will melt within them. So I will incite Egyptians against Egyptians, and they will each fight against his brother and each against his neighbor, city against city, and kingdom against kingdom. Then the spirit of the Egyptians will be demoralized within them, and I will confound their strategy, 
so that they will resort to idols and ghosts of the dead and to mediums and spiritists. Moreover, I will deliver the Egyptians into the hand of a cruel master, and a mighty king will rule over them, declares the Lord God of hosts. And the waters from the sea will dry up, and the river will be parched and dry, and the canals will emit a stench. The streams of Egypt will thin out and dry up. The reeds and rushes will rot away. The bulrushes by the Nile, by the edge of the Nile, and all the sown fields by the Nile will become dry, be driven away, and be no more. And the fishermen will lament, and all those who cast a line into the Nile will mourn, and those who spread nets on the waters will pine away. Moreover, the manufacturers of linen made from combat uh, combed flax and the weavers of white cloth will be utterly dejected and the pillars of Egypt will be crushed. All the hired laborers will be grieved in soul. The princes of Zoan are mere fools. The advice of Pharaoh's wisest advisors have, be have become stupid. Excuse me, I said that wrong. Has become stupid. How can you men say to Pharaoh, I am a son of the of the wise a son of ancient kings well then where are your wise men please let them tell you and let them understand what the lord of hosts has proposed against egypt the princes of zoan have acted foolishly the princes of memphis are deluded those who are the cornerstone of her tribes have led egypt astray the lord has mixed within her spirit of distortion they have all led egypt astray and all that it does as a drunken man staggers in his vomit and there will be no work for egypt which its head or its tail or tail its palm branch or bulrush may do in that day the egyptians will become like women and they will tremble and be in dread because of the waving of the hand of the lord of hosts which he is going to wave over them and the land of Judah will become a terror to Egypt. Everyone to whom it is mentioned will be in dread of it because of its, because of the purpose of the Lord of hosts, which he is proposing against them. In that day, five cities in the land of Egypt will be speaking the language of Canaan and swearing allegiance to the Lord of hosts. One will be called the city of destruction. In that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar to the Lord near its border. And it will become a sign and a witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt. For they will cry to the Lord because of oppressors. And he will, and he will send them a savior and a champion and he will deliver them. Thus the Lord will make himself known to Egypt. And the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day. They will even know worship with sacrifice and offering and will make a vow to the Lord and perform it. And the Lord will strike Egypt, striking but healing. So they will return to the Lord and he will respond to them and will heal them. In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria and the Assyrians will come into Egypt and the Egyptians into Assyria. And the Egyptians will worship with Assyrians. 
In that day, Israel will be the third party with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing in the midst of the earth, whom the Lord of hosts has blessed, saying, Blessed is Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. Now, it's kind of amazing how, you know, he's still, after all of that with Egypt, it was said, you know, he's still wanting to bless Egypt and bring them all together. Isaiah 20, the prophecy about Egypt and Ethiopia. In the year that the commander came to Ashdod, when Sargon, the king of Assyria, sent him, and he fought against Ashdod and captured it. At that time, the Lord spoke through Isaiah, the son of Amos, saying, Go and loosen the sackcloth from your hips and take your shoes off your feet. And he did so, going naked and barefoot. And the Lord said, even as my servant Isaiah has gone naked and barefoot three years as a sign and token against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away the captives of Egypt and the exiles of Cush, young and old, naked and barefoot, with buttocks uncovered, to the shame of Egypt. Then they shall be dismayed and ashamed because of Cush, their hope in Egypt, their boast. So the inhabitants of this coastland will say in that day, Behold, such is our hope where we fled for help to be delivered from the king of Assyria, and we, how shall we escape? Isaiah 21, God commands that Babylon be taken. The Oracle Concerning the Wilderness of the Sea As windstorms in the Negev sweep on, it comes from the wilderness, from a terrifying land. A harsh vision has been shown to me. The treacherous one still deals treacherously, and the destroyer still destroys. Go up, Elam, lay siege, media. I have made an end of all the groaning she has caused. For this reason, my loins are full of anguish. Pains have seized me like the pains of a woman in labor. I am so bewildered I cannot hear, so terrified I cannot see. My mind rears, reels, horror overwhelms me. The twilight I longed for has been turned for me into trembling. They set the table, they spread out the cloth, they eat, they drink. Rise up, captains, all the shields. For thus the Lord says to me, Go, station the lookout, let him report what he sees. When he sees riders, horsemen, and pairs, a train of donkeys, a train of camels, let him pay close attention, very close attention. Then the lookout called, O Lord, I stand continually by day on the watchtower. And I am stationed every night at my guard post. Now behold, here comes a troop of riders, horsemen, and pairs. And one answered and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon. 
and all the images of her, her gods are shattered on the ground. Oh my threshed people, am I afflicted of the threshing floor? What have I heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I make known to you? The Oracle Concerning Edom One keeps calling to me from Seir. Watchmen, how far gone is the night? Watchmen, how far gone is the night? The watchman says, morning comes, but also night. If you would inquire, inquire, come back again. The Oracle about Arabia. In the thickets of Arabia, you must spend the night, O caravans of Dedanites. Bring water for the thirsty, O inhabitants of the land of Tima. Meet the fugitive with bread, for they have fled from the swords, from the drawn sword and from the bent bow, from the press of battle. For thus the Lord said to me, in a year as a hired man would count, count it, all the splendor of Kedar will terminate. And the remainder of the number of bowmen, the mighty men of the sons of Kedar, will be few, for the Lord God of Israel has spoken. Isaiah 22, the Valley of Vision. The Oracle Concerning the Valley of Vision. What is the matter with you now that you have that you have all gone up to the housetops. You who are full of noise, you boisterous town, you exultant city. Your slain were not slain with the sword, nor did they die in battle. All your rulers have fled together and have been captured without the bow. All of you who were found together, who were, excuse me, all of you who were found were taken captive together. Though they had fled far away, therefore I say, turn your eyes away from me. Let me weep bitterly. Do not try to comfort me concerning the destruction of the daughter of my people. For the Lord God of hosts has a day of panic, subjugation, and confusion in the valley of vision, a breaking down of walls, and a crying to the mountain. And Elam took up the quiver with the chariots, infantry, and horsemen, and Kir uncovered the shield. Then your choicest valleys were full of chariots, and the horsemen took up fixed positions at the gate, and he removed the defense of Judah. In that day you depended on the weapons, the weapons of the house of the forest, and you saw that the breaches in the wall of the city of David were many. And you roll... I'm sorry. I was skipping a whole section there. Uh, 22, uh, 9. And you collected the waters of the lower pool. Then you counted the houses of Jerusalem and you tore down houses to fortify the wall. And you made a reservoir between the two walls for the waters of the old pool. But you did not depend on him who made it, nor did you take into consideration him who planned it long ago. Therefore, in that day, the Lord God of hosts called you to weeping, to wailing, to shaving the head, and to wearing sackcloth. 
Instead, there is gaiety and gladness, killing of cattle and slaughtering of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we may die. But the Lord of hosts revealed himself to me. Surely this inequity shall not be forgiven you until you die, says the Lord God of hosts. Thus says the Lord God of hosts, come, go to the steward, to Shebna, who is in charge of the royal household. What right do you have here? And whom do you have here? That you have hewn a tomb for yourself here. You who hew a tomb on the height, you who carve a resting place for yourself in the rock. Behold, the Lord is about to hurl you headlong, O oh man, and he is about to grasp you firmly and roll you tightly like a ball to be cast into a vast country. There you will die, and there your splendid chariots will be, you shame of your master's house. And I will depose you from your office, and I will pull you down from your station. Then it will come about in that day that I will summon my servant, Elakim, the son of Hilkah, and I will clothe him with your tunic and tie your sash securely about him. I will entrust him with your authority and he will become a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Then I will set the key of the house of David on his shoulder. When he opens, no one will shut. When he shuts, no one will open. And I will drive him like a peg in a firm place, and he will become a throne of glory to his father's house. So they will hang on him all the glory of his father's house, offspring and issue, all the least of the vessels, from bowls to all the jars. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, the peg driven in a firm place will give, away, will give way. It will even break off and fall. The load hanging on it will be cut off, for the Lord has spoken. Isaiah 23, the fall of Tyre. The oracle concerning Tyre. And I, I can never pronounce that one right. Well, O ships of Tarshish. For Tyre is destroyed without house or harbor. It is reported to them from the land of Cyrus. Be silent, you inhabitants of the coastland, you merchants of Sidon. You mess your messengers have your messengers crossed the sea and were many and were on many waters. The grain of the Nile, the harvest of the river, was her revenue. And she was the market of nations. Be ashamed, O Sidon, for the sea speaks the stronghold of the sea, saying, I have neither travailed nor given birth. I have neither brought up young men nor reared virgins. When the report reaches Egypt, they will be in anguish at the report of Tyre. Pass over to Tarshish, will, O inhabitants of the coastland. Is this your jubilant city whose origin is from antiquity, whose feet used to carry her to colonize distant places? Who has planned this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns? Whose merchants were princes, whose traders were honored, were the honored of the earth? 
The Lord of hosts has planned it to defile the pride of all beauty, to despise all the honored of the earth. Overflow your land like the Nile, O daughter of Tarshish. There is no more restraint. He has stretched his hand out over the sea. He has made the kingdoms tremble. The Lord has given a command concerning Canaan to demolish its strongholds. And he has said, You shall exalt no more, O crushed virgin daughter of Sidon. Arise, pass over to Cyprus. Even there you will find no rest. Behold, the land of Chaldeans. This is the people which was not. Assyria appointed it for desert creatures. They erected their siege towers. They stripped its palaces. They made it, uh, made it a ruin. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for your stronghold is destroyed. Now it will come about in that day that Tyre will be forgotten for 70 years like the days of one king. At the end of 70 years, it will happen to Tyre as in the song of the harlot. Take your heart, walk about the city, O forgotten harlot. Pluck the strings skillfully, sing many songs, that you may be remembered. And it will come about at the end of 70 years that the Lord will visit Tyre. Then she will go back to her harlot's wages and will play the harlot with all the kingdoms on the face of the earth. And her gain and her harlot's wages will be set apart to the Lord. It will not be stored up or hoarded, but her gain will become sufficient food and choice attire for those who dwell in the presence of the Lord. Isaiah 24. Judgment on the earth. Behold, the Lord lays earth waste, devastates it, distorts its surface, and scatters its inhabitants. And the people will be like the priest, the servant like his master, the maid like her mistress, the buyer like the seller, the lender like the borrower, the creditor like the debtor, the earth will be completely laid waste and completely despoiled, for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourns and withers, the world fades and withers, the exalted of the people of the earth fade away. The earth is also polluted by its inhabitants, for they transgressed laws, violated statutes, broke the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth, and those who live in it are held guilty. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and, if, and few men are left. The new wine mourns, the vine decays, all the merry-hearted sigh. The gaiety of tambourines ceases, the noise of revelers stops, the gaiety of the harp ceases. They do not drink wine with song. Strong drink is bitter to those who drink it. The city of chaos is broken down. Every house is shut up so that none may enter. There is an outcry in the streets concerning the wine. All joy turns to gloom. The gaiety of the earth is banished. 
Desolation is left in the city, and the gate is battered to ruins. For thus it will be in the midst of the morning, in the midst of the earth, among my... Uh, uh, oh, excuse me, let me start that over again. For thus it will be in the midst of the earth, among the peoples, as the shaking of an olive tree, as the gleanings when the great harvest is over. They raise their voices, they shout for joy. They cry out from the west concerning the majesty of the Lord. Therefore, glorify the Lord in the east. The name of the Lord, God, the God of Israel. In the coastlands of the sea, from the ends of the earth, we hear songs. Glory to the righteous one. But I say, woe to me, woe to me, alas for me. The treacherous deal treacherously. And the treacherous deal very treacherously. Terror and pit and snare confront you, O inhabitant of the earth. Then it will be that he who flees the report of disaster will fall into the pit. And he who climbs out of the pit will be caught in the snare. For the windows above are opened and the foundations of the earth shake. The earth is broken asunder. The earth is split through. The earth is shaken violently. The earth reels to and fro like a drunkard, and it trotters like a shack. For its transgression is heavy upon it, and it will fall, never to rise again. So what will happen in that day, the Lord will punish the host of heaven on high. And the kings of the earth on earth, and they will be gathered together like prisoners in the dungeon, and they will be confined in prison. And after many days, they will be punished. Then the moon will be abashed and the sun ashamed. For the Lord of hosts will reign on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, and his glory will be before his elders. Isaiah 25. Song of praise for God's favor. I agree, Punky. O Lord, thou art my God. I will exalt thee. I will give thanks to thy name. For thou hast worked wonders, plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness. For thou hast made a city into a heap, a fortified city into a ruin. A palace of strangers is a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, a strong people will glorify thee. Cities of ruthless nations will rever revere thee. For thou hast been a defense for the helpless, a defense for the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. For the breath of the ruthless is like a rainstorm against a wall. Like heat in a drought, thou dost subdue the uproar of aliens. Like heat by the shadow of a cloud, the song of the ruthless is silenced. And the Lord of hosts will prepare a lavish banquet for all peoples on this mountain. A banquet of aged wine, choice pieces with marrow and refined aged wine. And on this mountain, he will swallow up the covering which is over all peoples. Even the veil which is stretched over all nations, he will swallow up death for all time. And the Lord God will wipe tears away from all faces. 
and he will remove the reproach of his people from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken, and it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God for whom we have waited that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, and Moab will be trodden down in this in his place, as straw is trodden down in the water of a manure pile. And he will spread out his hands in the middle of it, as a swimmer spreads out his hands to swim. But the Lord will lay low his pride together with the trickery of his hands. And the unassailable fortifications of your walls he will bring down. Lay low and cast to the ground, even to the dust. And that is where we're going to stop for today. So in this um, episode, we've got Isaiah 12 through 25. On Tuesday, we'll pick up with Isaiah 26. Uh, it's going to be Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, um, 8 a.m. Pacific, I think. I'm going to mute it for just a second and get me something to drink. If y'all have got any prayer requests, go ahead and put them down in the live chat. All right, guys. Um, any more prayer requests? I've got the two in here right now. Um, I will definitely include them. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a second to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've allowed us to get together and um, just worship and, and, you know, the ability to be able to read scripture that from our Bibles that many don't even have to this day and even many before us didn't have. But it's so sad to know that many, many Christians now are still being persecuted for the same thing that we get to have. and that many people just don't even they have in their home but don't even open it father so thank you for this chance to be able to to just go through your word and through the words here in isaiah father we're so blessed by that and so blessed to to be able to come together online and fellowship 
with each other. And I'm just so thankful for that, for that wonderful ability and for the love and, and friendship and family that you've brought together here in this online space. Father, I lift up several people to you today for Claudia, who doesn't know you, Father. I just pray that she's able to, to find you and somehow that you speak through someone that, that she'll hear and, and seek you, Father, because it's, it's a lonely life when you don't have Jesus and we don't have the word. And as, as a believer, Father, we just, we know your love and, and your kindness and strength. And Father, I just pray for those that don't like Claudia and there's so many around the world that don't know you. Father, I, I pray that they come and find you and, and seek you. I also lift up for our brother Ryan, whose, whose friend has lost his wife. I, I pray for his friend and for his son's friend who committed suicide, Father. I just lift up these families that that are hurting from this loss and from these tragedies. For Kit Kat's brother, his family and the two prodigals to return back to Jesus, Father. Like like so many, we 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 want them to all come to you because we are all your children and you love us all and you don't want any of us to be to be like lost sheep out there. So Father, I I, I send prayers for Kit Kat's brother, for Jazzy and for Will. Um Jazzy's been going through a lot of health issues and and Father, we just lift her up and, and lift up Will and And Father, we thank you for the blessings that Jay Chris um for him and his wife being baptized. That's such an amazing, wonderful thing, Father. And we just we thank you for this blessing. It's so wonderful. Um to see and to feel and to know um baptisms are just a wonderful thing father and and we're just so grateful for that for for the people of turkey and syria right now with this earthquake and and the aftershocks and and just the devastation father for the baby that you you saved uh from the rubble that still had the umbilical cord to to all these videos that we're seeing, Father, I just pray that you you rescue them and that you remind them that you're there for them, that you love them, and that you can just continue to meet their needs, Father. You know what their needs are, and I just pray that you you meet those. And and it's it's such a tragedy, but we know that you can make something good come out of this. And just like with with the Ryan's child's friend that committed suicide you know it's just something that's so sudden father that's unexpected it could happen um and the the life is gone and we just sometimes don't even realize how fast that life can be gone father so just be with these families and and comfort them and guide them and 
and show them the good that can come out of this, Father, because even though this evil has taken place, we know that you can you can make it good. For all of those that are out there that are, are lost or hurting and and needy, Father, I just pray that you you bless them and that they know this warmth and love from you that we're able to know. For us, Father, I pray for our own discernment as we try to be disciples of you and, and help others be able to find and follow Jesus, that, that we not be deceived and, and that we only speak the words that come from you and, and the words that would be pleasing to Jesus and, and not something of bad or allow the evil intents to come into our heart, Father. Just keep our hearts pure and clean and, and loving. And, and we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, guys, thank you all so much for being here. I will be back tonight at 7 p.m., Eastern time for knickknacks. Um, I may be a little bit late, hopefully not, but I do have a, um, I have a meeting at six Eastern. So, um, I'm hoping to have that wrapped up by 645 so I can hop on at seven, but I will see y'all then. Um, Punky, you guys did a wonderful show last night. You and Jason Boilerman. I enjoyed it. Um, I haven't got to finish it all the way yet, but it was really good. I talked about it earlier. It was a really great show. Um, so if y'all haven't seen, um, listen to that, go check out Casting Lots, um, Unschooling Scholars. It's great. Very, very good production there. Um, I can't remember the days that she's on. I know it's uh, Wednesday at 8 and Saturday at 11 p.m. And I'm wanting to say there's another day, but it's hard to keep up with them. Um, Bards FM, Scott will be on at 4 p.m. with Bended Knee today. It's Thankful Thursday, so um, after 4 p.m. And these are all Eastern Time, Bended Knee. 5 o'clock is Brighteon um, on Brighteon.tv. And then I'll be back at 7 we got Bard's FM at 9. Conley's on, I think, at 8 tonight. You all have a wonderful, blessed day. And I will see you guys online.